CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to WDW Radio Live. Today is Wednesday, October 10th, 2012. I am Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, and I'm here to help you have the best Disney vacation experience possible with this live video newscast every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, as well as my audio podcast, which you can find on iTunes, videos, trivia books, CDs, blog, events, and lots more. You can find it all over at www.wdwradio.com. All right, so before we get to the food, because clearly it is always all about the food, let's get to this week's Walt Disney World news. We're going to start off in the Disney theme parks with news about Test Track over in Epcot, because according to the Disney Parks blog, we now have an official opening date of December 6th. And if you're saying December 6th, I, I know there's something else happening that day. You're right. It's going to be a very, very busy and good day in Walt Disney World because that's also the official opening day of the new Fantasyland. So we have Fantasyland opening up in the Magic Kingdom, Test Track reopening at Epcot. Um, it's like it's like Sophie's Choice, right? Choosing your favorite child. Where do you go first? Fortunately, of course, you know, you can see... Fantasyland in soft openings beginning November 19th. And if you are an annual pass holder, DVC member, or D23 member, you can actually go and get Fantasyland previews beginning as early as uh, November 3rd, the day before our cruise. Now, if you are an annual pass holder, uh, they did have preview signups, which were originally scheduled for October 8th at noon Eastern. Those have been pushed back until October 15th. So if you haven't gotten in yet, you still do have time if you are an annual pass holder to get in. D23 members were able to sign up uh, last Monday for previews, an aerial or bell preview starting November 3rd. I believe DVC uh, previews are still there as well. If you are a D23 member, I believe they may be still taking waitlist opportunities. Visit the appropriate websites for if you're an annual pass holder, DVC, or D23 member. So speaking of New Fantasyland, uh, the Disney Parks blog is going to do something again that was very, very popular the first time, and they're going to repeat it again on October 15th at 2 p.m. So as long as you're hanging out on the Disney websites, hang out for a little while longer, because uh, imagine you're Chris Beatty, who is the creative director on the New Fantasyland, is going to be there doing a live chat. Not like a video chat like this, but a live text chat. He's going to answer your questions about the New Fantasyland. He's also going to talk about things like Be Our Guest, uh, Under the Sea, Gaston's Tavern, Storbuck Circus. And according to the Parks blog, they're going to share something new Fantasyland related that you've never seen before. So be sure and join them next Monday. Uh, it's going to be the final live chat before the official opening again on December 6th. Uh, they said if you have any questions, uh, go to the comment section on the Disney Parks blog. Start to submit them there. They'll have them prepped for Chris Beatty when... Um, when that begins on October 15th at 2 o'clock p.m. So that's sort of the, um, the the general news that's been happening in the parks this week. But I want to talk about something else that came sort of over the wire. You can see how old I am because I'm talking about things like over the wire. Um, this week, which was not released by Disney, but is very much Disney parks related, I think is very interesting as we start looking towards the future, both in places like Test Track, New Fantasyland, and beyond. Because... Not from Disney, but in documents filed by Disney with the FCC this week, Disney is seeking approval for a wristband for admission privileges to the Disney parks in California and in Anaheim. 
It's known as the magic band. And you can see in the video, here is a prototype sample of what this bracelet is going to be. It's going to have RFID tags inside, both high frequency and ultra high frequency. Uh, it's sort of the 2.4 gigahertz spectrum. It's designed to be disposable as well as waterproof. So if you're on Splash Mountain or if you're at the water parks, but I believe that Disney like this one is probably gonna produce more permanent ones. So if you are an annual pass holder, DVC member, and what this is going to do is this is going to act as not only your FastPass Plus, as we've been seeing being tested in the parks recently, it's also going to be your admission ticket. I would also believe it's probably going to be things like your room key, right? Uh, I believe it's going to be something that um, is going to have additional uses and opportunities with it as well. So I would assume, and we don't know when this is going to be rolled out, assuming it's it's approved. We don't know when it's going to be rolled out, but we see that the infrastructure is in place, right? We see throughout the Magic Kingdom and even at the Epcot's turnstiles uh, back in November, they were testing these RFID uh, towers where you would walk by with a key card because now your room keys or your FastPass Plus keys have RFID tags in them, you would swipe them and that would give you admission to the FastPass return line. Well, now with the Magic Band bracelet, if that's going to end up being the final name for it, I can see this having not only your admission ticket, your room key, and your FastPass, but things like your photo passes, you can store on there as well. If you have charging privileges, just like you do now, you could, what, how cool would it be if you are walking through New Fantasyland, you walk up to the ice cream cart, you want to get a Mickey bar because everything tastes better when it's shaped like Mickey Mouse, and instead of having to fumble around for cash or credit card or your room cree, all you need to do is swipe your magic band right by the, the checkout. Uh, I also think that it is going to, we're at the very tip of the next gen, whatever that is going to be, iceberg, and this magic band has opportunities for things like more interactive, more personalized experiences. So if Michael walks up with his band and he goes up to a screen or something like Turtle Talk with Crush or even a character, and that character or that screen says, hey, Michael, welcome back. Your child and or you, will your brains will fall out of your head because of how cool it is that that character knew who you were. Think about it this way as well, too. There's no lost children. There's only lost parents in the park. But if you and your child get separated for an extended amount of time, you'll actually be able to find, they'll be able to sort of track where your child is with that bracelet. Again, not in a scary Big Brother kind of way, but I think they're really looking to enhance the guest experience. And there's a huge amount of opportunity here by making your experience better, by having ease of use, by having the convenience of what that represents. I would have to imagine too, uh, if you are an annual pass holder and you have this band, you can get a permanent band. How cool would it be if you could order one with your favorite character on it, your favorite park icon on it? When it's time to renew your pass, all you need to do is go online or use a mobile app to be able to renew your pass, which is right there on your arm. No, You don't have to worry anymore about having your keys with you. I think, too, what about things like if you wanted to? Again, this is all sort of voluntary. What if you were able to put in there allergies, medical conditions. So say if the unfortunate happens and you are unable to communicate with a medical professional, they're able to scan that band and see, oh, you have an allergy to penicillin, you have a pacemaker, you have whatever it might be. I think there's a lot of great opportunity here that we may or may not see coming down the road. I think people in the chat room are saying uh, it, it is very cool. 
again, too, we don't know officially from Disney what their plans are once and if and once this magic band is approved. I think at the very least, your key card, your room key, your photo pass, your fast pass will all be on there. I think, again, the... Um, the level of interactivity and personalization that that band may be able to give you because that framework is there. So as you're walking through a queue of Big Thunder Mountain or you're walking through a queue of Pirates or Turtle Talk, Talk with Crush or Talking Mickey, whatever it might be, I think this is the very beginnings of, yes, some very, very cool things on it. Um, there isn't something where you'll be able to open it up. You know, you sort of can't tamper with it. There is somebody I saw asking, there is no on-off switch. It's sort of on all the time. There's sort of two... Um, non-replaceable batteries in there as well too. Uh, but I like the idea as an annual pass holder and as a local of having that band. And then it's almost sort of when you see other people with that band too, you know, hey, they're annual pass holders too. You don't, it, it's, it's very, very convenient. It could very well be fashionable. Uh, you never know. I, I certainly want to know um, what people want to know. That's the question for this week. For those of you in the chat room, we'll definitely stay on after the newscast, talk about this some more. But those of you who are watching or listening, the question of the week is this. What do you think of this? What do you think of this magic band, whether it is in the potential possibilities for replacing your room key or your key card or fast pass or the level of personalization? How much would you take advantage of that? How much would you like to see um, and how much would you feel comfortable giving in terms of uh, information? Again, I this is something that excites me, again, knowing very, very little other than an FCC filing and that. So this is all very this is all very, very speculative on my and all of our parts, but I certainly want to hear from you. Come to the show notes for this week's show over at www.radio.com. I'll post the video in the blog section. So if you click on the blog, click on the October 10th live newscast. You can leave the comments there or we can talk about it more on Facebook, on facebook.com slash Lumangelo, twitter.com slash Lumangelo. Actually, you can find lots of different ways to connect with me and the show by visiting www.radio.com slash subscribe. You can subscribe to the show, the YouTube channel, our Pinterest page, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, Usenet news groups, whatever it may be. And you can call into the voicemail. You want to be heard on the air? Call 407-900-9391. That is going to do it for this week's news, but I do have a, uh, a programming reminder for you because I did hint that there was food to be talked about And there will be lots of food to be talked about because this Friday is once again the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Annual Food and Wine Classic. And it's going to be Friday and Saturday, October 12th and 13th. It's going to run from about uh, 5.30 until 9.00. You can actually go to seminars that begin earlier than that. You can stroll the causeway, sample food, wine, beer from restaurants like Il Molino. Todd English is going to be there from Blue Zoo. Hopefully, you guys will be there as well, too. I'm going to be there on Friday night, but if you can't make it live, that's okay because I will be broadcasting live from the event beginning about 6 o'clock. So you'll be able to sort of Walk along with us as we experience the Food and Wine Festival. As you can see, I've been in training. I've been carb loading for the festival for basically since last year. For more information, you can visit uh, com. Click on the events tab or just come by Friday over at www.radiolive.com. You can watch and chat there. Um, so that is going to do it for this week. Again, make sure you come by. Check out the site, the blogs, the contests, the photo galleries. Submit your own photos for Self Shot Tuesday. You're in the parks. You got your iPhone or Android. 
Take a self shot with your phone or your camera. Send it in. Be featured on the blog for sec- for self shot Tuesdays. And also, you know, I love seeing you guys in person. Whether it's at Meets of the Month, the Swan and Dolphin, we have lots planned for 2013 and beyond. You know, we got the cruise coming up in just a couple of weeks, and you are all part of the show and the extended family and everything that we've created together. And we're going to do so much more in 2013, both in Walt Disney World on the road and at sea we're going to be on the road to places like the d23 expo las vegas new york and lots of other places as well visit www.radio.com slash 2013 to get an idea and start planning your 2013 join us in alani join us on the fantasy lots more good stuff coming join us at the movies a lot of good stuff coming up in 2013 uh that is going to do it for this week's show thanks so much for taking the time and tuning in this and every week be sure and join us every wednesday night at 7 30 p.m eastern over at ww radio live subscribe to the show come by rate and review the show over on itunes very very helpful very much appreciated so until next week i want to thank you all for taking the time and tuning in this and every week i am lou mangello from ww radio.com have a great week everybody see ya